Hello lovely lady, I'm so happy to be here with you today. Today we're going to look at joy and its derivations and dig a little into their origins and meanings and I'm going to give you four steps to finding joy, knowing its uses and benefits and how to infuse it into your everyday life. And I can guarantee those steps are not what you think they are. In the notes for this episode, I've included a link to 100 Bible verses about Rejoice in the Lord, provided by Open Bible. If you want to look deeper into this subject in the light of what you're about to learn, just click on the link, What Does the Bible Say About Rejoice in the Lord? And don't forget to join us in the Good Way Community Facebook group. This link is in the notes. We'd love to support you and and encourage you in your journey. Welcome to The Good Way with Jenna Jandro, Integrative Nutrition Health Coach, Master Herbalist and Essential Oil Specialist. I'm Jenna Jandro. I'm a Bible-loving, food-loving, totally sold-out-for-God Christian woman, serving God in my church and community with everything that I am and helping others to do the same. You know you're called to serve God in a unique way, but feel pulled in so many directions and can't seem to find the time and energy to focus on what God is calling you to. I'm here to help you take back control of your health and wellness, to find the energy and focus that you need to achieve the things that God has put in your heart through biblical nutrition, intentional living and building right relationships. If you're ready to move from just surviving to thriving, then grab your green smoothie and come walk with me along the good way. All too often, I see believers struggling with the admonition that we find throughout Scripture to rejoice always. This is particularly true when we're stressed or going through something difficult, even though this is when we need it the most. And I very rarely meet people who live out a lifestyle of rejoicing. Too often, this verse makes us feel like God is uncaring or demanding because we're struggling just to deal with what we're going through. It feels like this is an unreasonable demand on our mind, will and emotions that are already stretched to the limit. I believe the reason for this has to do with the fact that we no longer understand what this word really means. Joy and joy and rejoice have all been reduced to feelings associated with being happy or feeling pleasure. So how can we rejoice when we're feeling stressed and, and, or grieving? How can we enjoy life when things are going wrong and times are tough? How can we be joyful when we're full of anxiety, stress and grief? And what sort of God expects that of us? And all too often, when we seek the answer to these questions, we're told to just fake it till you make it. When I was young, I married into an abusive relationship. It didn't last long, but the damage that was done during that relationship was huge and affected my life for many years to come. While the marriage lasted, I sought help and counsel and invariably was told, if you're a good wife and pray harder, everything will be okay, or just fake it till you make it. Act like the wife of the type of man you want to be married to, and he will become that man. Well, I prayed. I prayed like my life depended on it. 
and I went from being a poor housekeeper to being super wife and mum. But it didn't help. It only made things worse. No one during that time taught me what I'm about to teach you. Which is a shame because if I'd known and applied then what I know now, things could have been very different. No, I'm not saying that my marriage would have lasted because the only person I have the power to change is myself, but I would have come out of that marriage a different person, a lot less damaged. And during that time, to be told to rejoice always or to give thanks in every circumstance was like a slap in the face because I didn't know what it meant to rejoice. I didn't know what joy is or where to find it. And I certainly didn't know how to enjoy my life. So let's get stuck in and have a look at these four steps. But before we do, we need to look at the meaning of these words, joy, rejoice, and enjoy. Because knowing what they actually mean will change the way we think about them. I'm going to give you the modern definition of each word as well as what they meant originally or their etymology. Let's start with rejoice. In modern parlance, rejoice means to be glad or take delight in. So you can see why this could cause problems for people who are going through something difficult. To be told to rejoice or take delight in the circumstances when they're really not good is, is not a good thing. But when we look at the original meaning of the word, things start to shift a little. When we look at the etymology of the word rejoice, we find that in the transitive sense, it means to make joyful or to gladden. And in the intransitive sense, it means to be full of joy. So to make joyful or to be full of joy. That's a big shift in meaning. But to understand how big a shift, we need to look at the meaning of joy. Again, the modern definition is a feeling or pleasure of happiness. Based on the modern definitions, to be told to rejoice when you're going through difficult times would mean that you're being told to be full of feelings of pleasure and happiness when you're already full of grief or stress or fear. And this is where the fake it till you make it mentality comes in. But when we look at the etymology of the word joy, things begin to change. In its origins, joy means the source of pleasure or happiness. So rejoice goes from being a state of feeling to an action or state of being. And joy goes from being a feeling to the source of those feelings. Enjoy's modern meaning is almost the same as rejoice. It is to take delight or pleasure. But the etymology of the word gives us to have the use or benefit of joy. So we go from feeling happy, glad or delighted always to being full of the source of pleasure and happiness and being able to use or benefit from them always. Now this is a pretty huge paradigm shift I'm asking you to grasp before we look at the four steps I promised you. So I'm going to give you a few seconds 
just to contemplate what I just said. Rejoice always goes from feeling happy, glad or delighted always to being full of the source of pleasure and happiness and being able to use or benefit from it always. Think on that for a moment. If you need to, pause the podcast while you absorb this truth. Now that you've been able to think on the meanings of joy, rejoice and enjoy, let's take a look at the four steps to finding joy, knowing its uses and benefits and how to infuse it into our daily life. The first step addresses the question, where can I find joy? If joy is the source of pleasure and happiness, then what is the source of our joy? For those of us who know and love the Lord, we have two different sources of joy, although in a way they are very much the same thing. In Psalm 1611, it says, You make known to me the path of life, and in your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. So the answer to our question is the presence equals joy. The source of our joy is the presence of the Lord. In Habakkuk 3, 17 through 18, it says, Though the fig tree does not blossom, and there be no fruit on the vine, though the produce of the olive fail, and the fields yield no food, though the flocks be cut off from the fold, and there be no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. So both of these verses are showing us or telling us that Joy is found in the presence of the Lord, no matter what the circumstances. In Habakkuk, he has talking about some really dreadful things that are about to happen. He's been given a vision from the Lord about the, and a word from the Lord about what is about to happen. And they're not good things. And he's saying, no matter what happens, I will rejoice in the Lord and I will take joy in his presence. And just as in with the psalmist, in your presence, there is fullness of joy and at your right hand, pleasures forevermore. So we as believers have a source of joy that is in the presence of the Lord. And as people who know and love the Lord, we are able to enter into his presence at any time. There is nothing that hinders us from entering into his presence. Then we also have another source of joy that is to do with God's presence, but it's to do with his presence within us. In Galatians 5.22, it says, The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, gentleness, kindness, and self-control. So a part of the fruit of the Spirit of God, the Spirit of the living God who raised Jesus from the dead, who dwells in us, a part of the fruit of his dwelling in us is joy. So we have, as believers, a source of joy that comes from entering into God's presence. And this is particularly important when we're going through really tough times, because in those times, we can enter into God's presence. And therefore, we're not in those circumstances alone. God is in the circumstance with us. 
And in that place, we can find joy because when God is in our circumstance with us, we are no longer under the circumstance. And we also have a source of joy that comes from within, from the spirit of the living God who raised Jesus from the dead, who dwells in us. So when we need joy, we can draw on it from entering into the presence of God or from drawing from within us the power of the Holy Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit. And a part of that fruit is joy. And again, if we're going through really tough times, this is a really, really awesome thing to be able to do. Because in those times, in our moments, when things are really not good, we can not only enter into the presence of God and have him uh, the awareness of his presence with us in the circumstance, but we also can draw on the fruit of the Spirit that dwells within us and on the power of the Spirit of the living God to change our circumstances or to change us within those circumstances. This morning, when I was about to sit down and record this episode, I went out, or my husband actually went out to check on our chickens. And when he got there, he found all of them dead. Every last one had been killed. And as you can imagine, that broke our hearts. But at the same time, we had just read in the Word, we'd spent a time of devotion together and had read in the Word where God says that even every, even the things that the enemy tries to use to derail us and to destroy us, God can use those things for our good and to bring his purpose to pass. And so here we were in this situation where all of our chickens are dead, but we were able in that moment to not allow the grief to overwhelm us, but to say we choose to rejoice in this moment knowing that God can use even this for our good and to bring about his purposes. It wasn't easy. We had to make a choice in that moment to enter into his presence and to draw on the power of his spirit within us to do that. But because we have that freedom to enter into his presence, we could do it. And we were able to rejoice and to praise God in that moment, which is not the normal thing that you would see someone doing. But in so doing, we were able to take control of that situation and not allow it to derail us. And then things came up throughout the day that were really good things that God had in store for us. And if we had allowed that circumstance to derail us, if we'd chosen to focus on that circumstance instead of focusing on the Lord and rejoicing in him and being thankful that he is able to use even this, we could have missed out on those other things that the enemy wanted to steal from us. So where do we find joy? We find joy in the presence of the Lord, his presence that we can enter into and his presence within us. The next step is looking at joy. 
Joy is the source of happiness and pleasure. But for those of us who know and love the Lord, it is also the source of our strength. So the presence of God is the source of our joy. The joy of the Lord is the source of our strength. Habakkuk 3, 18 through 19 says, Yet will I rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. God the Lord is my strength. And in Nehemiah eight ten it says, Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. The strength we need in the midst of our difficulties is found in the joy of being in God's presence. Joy has become for those who know God, not just the source of pleasure and happiness, but also the source of our strength. We can find joy, our strength, both externally and internally. We can take joy, strength, in the presence of God, our Father, and draw joy or strength from the Spirit who dwells within. Step three is strength is the source of our rejoicing. And if we remember what rejoice means, it is to make joyful or to gladden. So rejoicing changes things or transforms them. So strength becomes the source of our rejoicing or transformation. And it truly is what it means to rejoice. When we rejoice, we bring the presence of God into our circumstances and our circumstances are transformed. They may not necessarily change, but they no longer have the power over us because we have been filled with the strength of God and the power of his Holy Spirit. Now, when we read Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. It takes on a whole new light. It goes from being... Cheer up and be happy no matter what your circumstances, because they are God's will for you. Two, no matter what your circumstances, it's God's will for you to come into his presence where you'll find the source of your pleasure, happiness and strength. And in that place, not only will your circumstances be transformed, but you will be transformed in the midst of those circumstances. And this brings us to step four. Transformation is the source of enjoyment or looking at that original etymology of the word, empowerment. Because enjoy means to have the use of or benefit of joy. And joy is a source of pleasure, happiness and strength. We are empowered by joy to enjoy, to have the use and benefit of that, of the pleasure, happiness and strength that comes from God's presence and the power of the Holy Spirit that dwells within us. So let's sum up. The presence of God is the source of our joy. 
The joy of the Lord is the source of our strength, pleasure and happiness. That strength that we get from joy is the source of our rejoicing or transformation. And that transformation is the source of our enjoyment or empowerment. It is my mission to enjoy my life. That doesn't mean I'll always be happy or that I will all, it will always be pleasurable. What it does mean is that I am actively choosing to dwell in God's presence, no matter what my circumstances, where I find the source of my pleasure, happiness and strength, and to walk in the fruit and power of the spirit of the living God who dwells in me, to have the use and benefit of the source of pleasure, happiness and strength in my life always. And I'd love to see other people take on that mission also. Your homework for today is to get into God's word and reread the verses that talk about rejoicing, joy and enjoy. In the light of what you now know, let the original meaning of those words transform those verses for you. And then come on over to the Goodway Community private Facebook group and share what circumstances in your life are being transformed by joy. How you are enjoying your life. If this episode has blessed you in any way, I'd love to hear about it. Leave a review letting me know how it has blessed you or you can ask any questions you might have in the comments and I will try to answer them for you in another episode. If this podcast has blessed or encouraged you in any way, then I'd love to hear from you. You can subscribe to this podcast, write a review and share this episode with anyone you think will also be blessed by it. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your social media story. And don't forget to tag me. I'd love to support you in your journey. You can come join me in the Goodway Community Facebook group or click the link to let me know if you're interested in one-on-one coaching. And you can help keep the Goodway on the air by going to www.patreon.com forward slash the underscore good underscore way. All the links are in the notes for this episode. And remember, it's a journey. You only have to take one step at a time.